0: might as well be strong. It's not the beginning and it's not Yes, let's begin on a Friday, the eve, before the biggest college football Saturday of the year thus far. I hope your work week is over so you can crack a beer, pour a drink, and get ready to buckle up and chill with your hosts, Matthew Buckley yeah, yeah. and Sean Chilcott. Welcome here on a Friday, and yes, it is a huge college football Saturday coming up tomorrow, but I think we haven't talked since uh, the Sunday night podcast when we uh, did a post game of the Lions, and uh, a lot's happened since then. Uh, fan favorite of our three and four last place Lions was traded, and I want to know, your thoughts on that from when it happened compared to how you feel now since you've had to process it. Traded Golden Tate. And... See, I'll let, let me ask you a
1: question before I respond. Did you think, before this all happened, the rumors came
0: out, did you think he was going to get traded? Regardless of what they get, did you think so? I did not. I had absolutely no idea, but at the time I, they were rumoring fifth or fourth round pick, so... I mean, I, I had... I was saying no way he's worth that, but third round pick... Uh,
1: yeah, I'm kind of on the same the same boat there. I love Golden Tate. I have loved Golden Tate. I've said it multiple Lions games during this year. Man, I'm going to miss that guy. I thought he'd be gone at the end of the year, sooner than I thought. But when the rumors were swirling, fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick, I was like, absolutely not. That is not enough. You give me a third-rounder to watch him go, and it's losing a key player on your offense for the season. It's sad, but you know what? Football is ultimately a business. That's what it comes down to. And the Lions are finally doing things a little bit differently. They're not overpaying that aging wide receiver. They're getting rid of a depreciating asset and getting a young, possibly talented player in return. And... I trust Bob Quinn. I'm willing to give him a couple more years. See how this goes. So
0: yeah, in the long run, it makes sense because I mean, we're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. We're not going to get a playoff home game this year. So might as well dump. We're not them. giving
1: up yet on the playoffs.
0: I mean, show me a couple wins first, but I think TJ Jones can step up. I hope he can. I. Haven't really heard about this Paul guy until obviously after the trade and everyone's saying next man up. So I'm excited to see him.
1: He was on the practice squad. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. See, I didn't never even heard of him. It, what year was he drafted? Was Non drafted? I, I don't know when he was drafted or what, but I don't think it's it's going to be T J Jones.
1: Yeah. It's going to be T J Jones. Will be the slot guy now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you think they put Riddick in the slot? A little bit, yeah. Do I think he's going to be, like, your starting slot receiver? No. But, absolutely, you have to. He played the slot at Notre Dame. That was his main position.
0: Might see some more usage uh, from the tight ends as well. I mean, never know. I mean, we only had that one game where Michael Roberts had two TDs. I'm excited
1: to see what Stafford's going to do now that he doesn't have that, quote-unquote, safety blanket or safety valve. And I want to see Galladay involved more. He's a second-year player. He looks like our future top gun at receiver. I want to see him get the football. And if he's for real now with him and just him and Marvin, we're going to freaking find out this week at a tough Minnesota team on the road.
0: Yeah, and he's been quiet the last two games, one catch last Great. game. I was absolutely in awe that we didn't use him more. Uh, when Calvin Johnson retired, everyone said, oh, what staff are we going to do now? And I think he rebounded pretty good, and he looked he found and he stepped up, like uh like you're saying. And this is another situation where yeah, he's
1: losing his favorite target. But you know what? Just change the dynamic of the offense a little. Maybe Carrion will see four more touches a game or three more touches. Galladay will say three more targets. You know, maybe we can actually try to develop Michael Roberts into a starting tight end league. He'll see some more action. So any way you spin it, it sucks to lose Golden, but we're going to lose him anyways. I'll take the third-round pick. I'm moving on. I'm moving on to Minnesota.
0: That's
2: football. That's business.
0: For sure. Tommy, any word on uh, Powell when he's drafted or anything? Pa! No, because of metro
2: PCSness and our budget right now and can't get around to it.
1: All right, well, then we'll move on. Uh, hey, we're just starting out. we still trying to pay phone bills
0: over here. we still paying phone yeah, bills. We, we don't have the best
2: studios. I, I will say this, though, right now, I think on uh, the mobile network here, the Lions' uh, depth chart here on their official website is garbage. i uh, say that.
0: I don't hate them. There. Oh. Well, real, uh, real quick. Uh, All right, Shawnee, what are we moving on, on to? On the Green Bay Packers, they got rid of uh, a couple weapons, so I hope that helped. Are they giving up? No, you don't ever give up with Aaron Rodgers. Just like with your Lions, you can't give up when you're paying your quarterback that
1: much, especially when it's Aaron Rodgers. They give up Ha Ha Clinton Dix. I'm happy. But they didn't want to pay him, so that's how it goes. Same with the Lions, even though he's a lot younger. Yeah, I I like Ha
0: Ha, but speaking of Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, uh, before we get into our picks, I wanted to make a little prop bet with you. Uh, This Sunday, we don't have this part of our picks. Green Bay and... uh, Green Bay and New England—they're going at it. Their spreads five and a half. So Can't wait, baby. But Final- oh, that's not part of our spread. But I'd like to make a prop bet with you. Who prop throws it up? Who throws the more passing yards? Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? I'll let you choose the uh, quarterback for an extra tall boy this week.
1: Passing yards. Yeah, more passing yards. You know what I think would be a better bet? All right. Who has got more fantasy points? At least we can take into account yardage and touchdowns. Do you want to do just yards? So you're telling me Aaron Rodgers throws for 340. And, okay, okay. But,
0: Best of two out of three passing yards, pa- completion percentage, and touchdown passes. All
1: right, I'll take. That's uh, a tough one, dude. I gotta take Brady at home. Give me that. That's a. All tough right, play. I'll take
0: Aaron Rodgers all day. So let. I guess I like we'll let that. that lead right into our uh, right into our picks. So, it's time for the
1: picks, baby.
0: Woo! Once again, I win. I'm up six tall boys now. Uh, I get the first pick, and I'm going to take an underdog. The L.A. Rams will go down, as they are a (laughs) one-point favorite on the road in New Orleans. Go Drew Brees. This whole season has been meant for Drew Brees. setting records.
1: I, to me, that game is an absolute toss-up. So, you use your first pick on New Orleans. That's fine. I'm not going to complain about... Having an undefeated LA Rams team, but in my opinion, I think this the Rams finally drop one. So hard to win every game in the NFL. Going into the Dome with Drew Brees, Sunday Night Football. I think this is the recipe. Where are they? Fall to eight and one.
0: Well, I'm glad you agree with me. I do agree with
1: you, but <laughs> right, I, did I did not have first pick.
0: Next two go to you.
1: Oh, all right, all right. I really like. I've been the LA guy, and I'm going go to go LA again here. The Chargers. As my dog, we're only a one-point underdog at Seattle. Uh, As we all know, Seattle just came in and punked our hometown squad. But, I don't know, and I'll say it like I did last week, the up-down theory. L.A. is arguably a top-five team in football. Their only two losses this year are to the Chiefs and the Rams, who are probably the top two. And I like the Chargers there in Seattle. Twelfth man, don't care. I'll I'm take Chargers any
0: AFC team. So absolutely, no, I, I agree and for you. I agree with you. That's as well. an
1: absolute. That's a good point. That I didn't even think about. Absolutely, yeah. We always. And then I, ooh, one of the best rivalries in NFL football: the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens. The good Harbaugh coaching. And uh, Pittsburgh won last time uh, This arrival that typically splits 1-1 every year They're going into Baltimore Do I trust Joe Flacco? No But I trust that defense at home Give me Baltimore's favor by 2.5 I
0: think that was a pretty easy pick Alright, well I, I like uh, Pittsburgh as a dog there uh, And I also like I am a big fan I think I'm going to go with 3 dogs on the week So I'm going to go Atlanta over You're Washington crazy. On the road who's a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Matt Ryan's going to go up there That's and nonsense. torch that unexpected good defense that Washington has. And Alex Smith is going to turn the ball over more than once. And, Quick side note
1: uh, on Washington, the uh-huh, Ha Clint Dix trade. Sorry, I'll you Oh, that
0: side. is huge. I forgot about uh, that. Oh. You've seen the video where ha-ha
1: high fives. Oh, the guy in the sideline? Yeah. That was Washington. It's meant to be.
0: I know. Yeah, I then forgot when we talked about that trade that he so went to Washington.
1: Atlanta, you think Atlanta can't get that win? You like Washington big time in that game or no, what? I picked Atlanta.
0: Oh, excuse As a dog me. Washington's a one and a half point favorite. Oh darn. That really just put my hopes down. Right, and I don't know how Denver is a favorite ever. And uh, Houston's going into Denver as a one-point dog. Demarius
1: Thomas returning first week. Whoa. I know
0: how crazy is that. Awesome! He's I love t- it. I hope he torches them. Me too. I Even love it. At Watson's looking good the last couple of games. I think he is going to go into Denver and put up a show in the Mile High City. And there's another dog. So three dogs for me this week. I wish, I wish we could pick College, but you've got one of the closest games in the. All weekend one versus three Alabama LSU and the spreads 14 and a half. Can you believe that? Uh the way Bama's been
1: scoring? Yes. I do believe the spread. Do I think it'll hold? No. But big big uh big uh little side bit here for the game. Devin White, who is a first-round pick, an absolute beast at the linebacker position, got a targeting in the second half of last week, so he will miss the first half against Bama. That's arguably their best defensive player. That scares me. And that's a whole lot. That scares me. But they got Greedy Williams on the outside, another first round corner. But uh I would take Bama, I think it'll be somewhere around like
0: 21-3. Joe Burrow is not good to me. Yeah, and ba- he came out and said that he's not scared. Oh, that was cool. Now you gotta uh, see say I think he should be scared. <laughs> Alabama's gonna go for eight straight. Um, they're gonna win. I think they cover easy. They ain't scoring. Not 54. easy. Sorry for saying that. The Tiger Stadium's not, not a very uh, welcoming place to play at on the road. So Woo. at least think- it's at LSU. If it was at Bama, this is a foregone conclusion. You take it the points. Tommy, biggest game probably of the college football weekend. What do you who do you got in that game? Alabama or LSU?
2: Oh wow, what a trip, man! Uh, I think mm-hmm. Bama. Bama, <laughs> to cover the spread, yeah. I mean... Whoa, I mean what's the spread? 14, 14 and a half. 14 and a half.
0: Maybe 14. It might have I went down to some, 14 by now. Probably
2: something to that. On year. the road, too,
0: at Ellis. Yeah. Probably Night
2: eighteen I listen to my sources during the day, and I do believe there might be a little bit of a battle that nobody's seeing here, but I do believe Bama will win the game. To cover that spread, though, I mean... Bama, it's just—I just think it's not talking about the spread. It's just
1: too easy to pick Bama because Joe Burrow. Do you think Joe Burrow is going to score enough points to give LSU a chance to win? Even if LSU's defense plays up to what they're capable of, no. still no. Joe Burrow, I can't see them getting maybe one touchdown, maybe a field goal, ten points. I can't see them scoring more than ten. I can—I can't see Bama scoring more than twenty-four, which is significant because they're averaging fifty-four a game. But uh. It's going to be fun, baby. I cannot wait. That's going to be some hard smash mouth first round picks all on the field. It's going to be fun, baby. Yeah.
0: Let me, let me ask you uh, this question before we get off this game. Do you see Tua going into the fourth quarter?
1: Yeah. It's finally Great question. Finally, Tua will be in the fourth quarter, people. You can mark my words. LSU is not going to be down enough. They will not get punked. Eddie O is going to have them ready to go. But I just think their downfall is going to be Joe Burrow. So I'll take damage.
0: Yeah, I definitely. I'm hoping to see two of the whole game. I'd like to see him have an actual challenge, maybe face some adversity for once. Also, for
1: you Big Ten fans, Joe Burrow
0: is a transfer from Ohio State, if you weren't aware. All right, let's move on. Hit me with the next one, boy. All right, this is a good one. A game where I don't really see much home field advantage. Notre Dame, number four, going into Northwestern. That's another night game, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes, it is. Seven fifteen. That's gonna be a good one. Um, I think Notre Dame goes in, and I hope they win. I want them to win. I want Michigan to have the best loss they can have. I would see. I
1: the thing you just said first. I don't think it's much home field advantage. Neither do I, dude. That thinks that place to be packed. No, I, know, with I Notre mean Dames. Chicago and South I know fans. that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be packed with Notre Dame fans. I'm saying it's not gonna be. Much of a home field advantage. Clayton Thorson has proven he can sling the ball around a little bit. I think Northwestern really will keep it close because Pat Fitzgerald always got them ready to play. But give me two and a half quarters, it's close. And then Ian Book and uh, Dexter Williams pull away. And uh, Dexter Williams is my favorite back in the country, by the way. I don't think he gets enough praise. Just watch a few. Watch that guy run. Watch his vision. That's that's an NFL back that doesn't get much love.
0: Yeah, Northwestern... Uh... 10 point dog on the at home it so. got up to 10 yeah, yeah what it was it oh yeah no I, I would take Notre Dame with that too uh, I think we got to touch a little bit locally big uh, on the sideline report like you know off the field reports from Maryland The coach DJ Durkin getting fired after being reinstated how do you Dude. feel about that
1: It's not only, like, getting reinstated and then getting fired. It's less than a day after the president holds a press conference saying how they're going to reinstate him. I mean, I just don't know how a prominent college, I won't say football program, but college, Maryland is. They have a great history. How they can be so in the dark with how to handle these things. Is DJ Durkin worth all this, dude? Like, what has DJ Durkin done? Matt Canada is probably better suited for that job anyways, the intern.
0: I you think they keep them long term? Canada, absolutely. I wouldn't doubt it.
1: Sitting here at five and three with all the shit that's went on, that's like I don't want to say a miracle, but it's a damn good job. And the kids love them. They don't like Durkin. Players walking out on meetings. Oh, I think uh, what uh, <laughs> that is probably what they'll be playing after they beat the freaking backup quarterback
0: Spartans. You really think? You think they're going to win this no, weekend? No, no, I'm just I, being pessimistic. I don't think. Let's get your thoughts on that. MSU, you think they go into Maryland and win? What What Maryland team do you think is going to show up? One that's 12, pumped just up? Or one you. that's... Well, they'll be pumped
1: up. I think football is every kid's escape from all this bull crap that's going on. Good point. But I still... I don't know. This is what is so hard to tell. God, I think Michigan State probably has more talent even with the injuries, but I know Maryland's got some players there and I think it's going to depend on, uh, are they going to rally the troops or at home? And it does scare me, Rocky Lombardi's first road start. He's a freshman. Cool, he beat Purdue at home. I don't care. It's a different environment. But uh, the spread's 2.5, Michigan State. I will take Michigan State by 3,
0: 21-18, Spartans win. So with that said, does that mean Lorky's automatically out? I
1: They have not ruled him. He's questionable. But everything I've read has indicated that will be Rocky Lombardi. Who would you rather have? Who would you rather see in this game? worky's hurt, so Lombardi. You
0: said, would I nice? rather have
1: a healthy worky? Absolutely. Well, worky is hurt. So even if he plays, he shouldn't have played against Michigan in the first place. So. Uh,
0: I, am, I am excited to see Lombardi play. He was the freshman of the week in the Big Ten last week.
1: First career start, dude. Pretty impressive. Can't complain about that. Nine
0: different receivers and not one of them was to the opposite team. And guess what Lewerke cannot say all year? That he's done that besides Michigan, but in that game he only completed five passes five, uh passes. All right, before all we get on Lewerke for that game, it's not his fault. That's coaching. He was
1: not healthy enough to be out there. Okay, what
0: about the rest of the games where he's got, like, He's got, like, a couple touchdowns compared to... Oh, the rest of the game. Oh, he hasn't been good. I he's been he's horrible been this, year. this year.
1: I don't think he's been healthy. All year. Healthy. I, I'm pumped, though, you know. I want to see my Spartans finish up well. I love them. I've never seen injuries like this, but... I'm pumped, though. I'm still... I'm happy it's at noon, so I can save myself for the good games for the afternoon. That's right. for
0: sure. Oh, yeah. There's... <clears throat> few good
1: oh, ones coming me on to those listeners <laughs> sorry it happens Long one day, day one day
0: we'll get those mics where we can have the cough buttons or the oh, burp buttons of, guys big stuff's coming subscribe and listen big stuff yeah real quick plug for us <laughs> please <laughs> subscribe so we can afford some better equipment what other games do we got on the uh... let me let me see these let me see
1: these real quick okay Let's go a quick one, a Big Ten, Iowa and Purdue. Well,
0: Iowa's got, like, a top-five defense, I think, maybe. Yeah, they do. Three is. I'm
1: pretty sure it's top-five.
0: Purdue, Purdue is averaging over 40 points uh, in Big play until last week when they got held to 13, yeah. And, uh, you think they bounce back, though, at home? I Against think, another I think quality they have to. Iowa, man, they got that. Like, it's surprisingly They have an NFL quarterback. Good. And Iowa's yeah, they got, well, God Nate damn! Stanford. Did you watch that game? Oh, Last I watched week <gasps> Nate Stanley against Penn State. Oh my God, he missed. You could have made those throws. He didn't play. Jacks well. possibly could have made those throws to a wide a open dog. receivers. I cannot believe some of those throws. They All right, so missed, quick. I think who, Purdue wins. You do. I, you'll take them? even though Iowa's pretty solid. favorited. I know oh, and two, and yeah, and uh, two and a half. Yeah, uh, two and a half.
1: I was number sixteen. All right. You know what? I. I'm gonna take the Boilermakers just because I think they're gonna bounce back. I like them at home. Uh, I said it last week. I love Rondell Moore. No one is as electric of, as him in the conference. So I'll go Purdue. All right. Moving on. Let's go to a quick one here uh, in the Big Twelve. West Va, West Virginia. Excuse me. At Texas. You like
0: that? After Texas, Texas comes off a tough one. one. Yeah, Texas lost <laughs> Oklahoma State. I got punked. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they were they were what, 7 or Oh yeah, their only loss was to Maryland. They were yeah, so they were 7 before that. and Now they're fucking down to 17. I I think they win. I think they bounce back at home and they beat number 12 West Virginia, but Will Greer
1: went out for the season against them last year. I like Will Greer. I like Sam Ellinger. I mean, I like the home field advantage for Texas, but you know what? There's something about Will Greer and David Sills, that connection, that experience that Will Greer's been through Florida and now West Virginia. I'm going to take the Mountaineers on the road. I don't think that's a very popular pick, but that's how I feel. And I do love Will Greer. I love David Sills, both NFL talents. Ellinger's been great, and he has. And it's not about Ellinger for me, though about that defense and i don't know i just trust west i just think both defenses are suspect i trust west virginia more so you got west virginia in that game
0: absolutely all right so besides alabama to flip, to yeah, besides alabama and lsu the only other uh, top 10 game going on is uh georgia cannot wait for this and kentucky two. number nine i think kentucky's Kind of fraud. They haven't played really anyone huge besides Florida at the time. They're number twenty-five. That's a great win. Florida. And uh, Don't that was them for no, that. it's a good. It looks like a great win now. At the time, they weren't looking that sweet. And then they lost to at the time a non-ranked Texas A&M. I got Georgia winning big and covering that plus eight and a half spread. Let's go,
1: Big Blue Nation! Wildcats, get your
0: head in the game.
1: I. I am a big Kentucky supporter. I love the basketball program. Their football is obviously always dumpster fires. But I am definitely jumping on the bandwagon, and I have loved watching him. I love Benny Snell. Love him. An NFL talent and running back. Love Benny Snell. Love his post-game interviews. Love the propeller on his freaking mouthpiece. But even at home, as hard as I will be rooting for the Wildcats, Georgia is just too overwhelming. Elijah Holyfield, DeAndre Swift, Jake Fromm, Riley Ridley. I don't even need to tell you that about the defense. This is where Kentucky hits a roadblock.
0: And you know what?
1: Even if they lose this game, it's still a great season for them. It really is.
0: I'm glad you picked Georgia, but for a second I thought you were Troy Bolton over there. I am Troy. But seen- now it's time to get to the big game. Welcome back from Inside the Glass, the big game, Penn State University at Michigan, number five. How do you feel about this game going in? I think Michigan is going to try to put their foot on the gas the whole game, 60-minute game, all the way through. Well, I would hope so,
2: because I'm not feeling all that confident, and I'm sorry to be one of those Michigan Wolverine fans, but I really want to see something so far. I, I really need to. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I want to see a blowout after what happened last year with uh Franklin trying to run the score up on us, trying to score on the last play of the game when they were already up a jillion to nothing. Oh, I want, I want to put our foot on the throat of Penn State and not let them breathe for a second. I haven't seen that must-win in
2: football from a hardball in the Wolverines yet, and I'm a diehard Wolverine. And let me tell you what. I mean, just show me. Like, everybody's predicting you to win like this, and, like, the points for everything. Like, just show me. Beat them. Win what you need to did they already show uh, you against Wisconsin? My... No. No, they did not. Why? No, because I, apparently they're a fraud. And apparently, like, we thought that was going to be something right there, and then apparently this is the same game here with uh, Penn State. Show me that they're a fraud. Well, once just they... show me. Show me that they're a fraud. I don't know that they're a fraud yet. I know that Wisconsin was a fraud. I know we whooped their ass. Show me that Penn State's the same thing as Wisconsin.
0: Just show me. Win the goddamn game. Fair point. All right. Well, hey. well from a non, non-U of M fan, Luckily, how do you feel about this game? Looking at it outside in.
1: I will say this on my uh, Just My Biased fandom before I get in my actual opinion. I hope Michigan loses by 75. But looking at the game, sorry, I got to get that in there, guys. You know, I got to troll y'all. Have to. I know... In my opinion, this is the best quarterback they faced. I mean, Clayton Thorson's good. They hurt Lowryki. They didn't face Ian Book. They played against Brandon Wimbush. This is the best quarterback they're going to play, and it's the second best running back they're going to see. The second best playmaker they're going to see besides uh, Dexter Williams. Miles Sanders. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Yeah,
0: he's, he looks really
1: good. I He ain't no Saquon, but uh, he's still a solid player. But you know what? It he doesn't averages. matter what Penn State has on offense. Michigan will suffocate them. Trace McStory cannot throw the ball downfield. He throws ducks. He relies on his legs and a lot of 50-50 balls. And you know what? That is just not going to work against Michigan. Too much speed on that defense. Yeah.
0: I'm... And
1: if I look at it, if I look at it, I don't think it's gonna be some blowout, but I'll. Uh, I like Wolverines. Unfortunately, I hope they lose though.
0: Yeah. I, uh, Are you pumped for the game or what? Am I fucking pumped? Yes. Miles Sanders is a scary. Averages one eighteen point seven one yards a game. That's eighth in the country. But the stat that I heard throughout the week that kind of gets me excited is that teams only average 52% offense when uh, facing U of M compared to the rest of the teams that they faced. And that's minus, that's taking out the t- uh, facing Michigan. And so, I mean, if we can hold them to even close to 52% of their average offense, we should have a good shot of winning. Um, I'm worried about penalties, because, I mean, since you trolled us, we had more penalty yardage in last games than... You guys did on offense, 99 to 95, 94, 96. What was it? Less than 100. 94. Um, 94, Thank you. So penalties worry me. Um, Do you have any concerns for Michigan going in? I mean, the kicking game also worries me. Nordine has looked sketchy. He's only 75%. Do you have any concerns? Penn State's defense is not that good. They're not going to
1: be kicking very many field goals. Look at Michigan State's broke-ass offense was able to get in the end zone three times. You guys will be able to get in it more than that. The only thing that worries me within the whole game, and it's very, it's, I can trace and Miles Sanders break a few big plays and, on offense, and can they get a special team's big play? Maybe not a touchdown, but a long punt return or a good kick return to set them up. Can they Can they get a bunch of turnovers? Can they get a fumble recovery on Michigan's 20? And you know what? When you have to hope for that kind of stuff, you probably don't have much of a chance. Michigan at home, let's be honest, they're pretty dominant at freaking home. Oh, hell yeah. I hope I we think, see a fucking
0: what crazy is the spread, atmosphere. What is the
1: spread on this game? Was it 9 and a half? Uh, I believe I got ten and a half. Okay. Ten and a half at pretty the good. time. That's pretty big. I will tell you right now, Michigan will destroy that spread.
0: You think so? I
1: got, I, I hope so. They've got to run up that score after last year. I got
0: Michigan 37, Penn State 16. And there's there's... There was Michigan players coming out saying how they felt disrespected last year when they were going you for it You should have. Score. You got your ass well, disrespected, dog. It was, the fact that, it was the fact that they were going for it on the last play. Yes, exactly. And I think that's staying with them, just like the fact losing to MSU stayed with them and they went and held them under 100 yards. I just felt like I should point that out once again to you. Um, I think they're going to cover the spread as well. And, and I think it's going to be Patterson's best game of the year. It better be. I want to see big things from him against this so-called non-great defense from uh, Penn State. Let's go, thirty-eight to ten. Thirty-eight to ten. That's my score prediction. Pretty
1: solid. Go blue. Yeah, yeah. Go blue. Enjoy. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm honestly excited to watch. Well. That was a lot of college. I'm almost out of breath. That was a lot of talking. But, uh, you know, we got to move to the National Football League. Bring the ball. And let's just hit – we hit a few games right earlier on our picks. Can we just hit the Lions real quick just to end this out? Is that cool with you?
0: That, that's fine with me. I mean, that's my favorite team of the weekend. Absolutely. Um, It sucks that they're 3-4. and four. Uh, I don't know what they're really striving for. They – one they're week. one game out of
1: the division. You know what they're right. striving they, they for. They won
0: one week trade for Snacks. Next week they trade Tate. But I know Snacks is signed through a couple more years. So that's part of some and of the And a team logic. option in the second year of that. Yeah, so, I mean, I just so we make moves this Hit next me? year. I mean, we're pretty much playing for next year, right? I Hit me on this Viking. No, we're going to talk
1: about this year, though. I ain't playing for next year yet. You, got, you can say that all you want. I ain't playing for next year. You got a chance going to Minnesota right either. now. And possibly be first or, and with the tiebreaker of Minnesota in the division.
0: See, I'm not playing for that either, but that's just how I feel like they're playing it.
1: Give me, just give me Minnesota and Detroit. I don't want to look to next year. we got a half a football season here. We're not down and out. We're not one and seven like the putrid Oakland Raiders.
0: Hey, John Gruden signed through 10 more years. Or nine nine more, years. Yeah,
1: he's only making 10 million years. All right, hit me on the Minnesota
0: and uh, Detroit. Well, game. game um Forward the field. we got a pretty depleted defense for the vikings that we better be able to exploit i want to see big things out of uh out of our receivers and most of all stafford i want to see stafford pick up and make and make tj jones and this Powell guy speaking of Powell, tommy i
2: do have an omission and i'm very sorry guys due to the lack of uh technology we have in this room right now but i would like to touch on big that he is an undrafted wide receiver from florida and but my problem with him is i don't know if i like a five foot eight receiver
0: well he's small darren sproles size um i don't know how i like that like i said before i've never heard of him until after golden tate was traded but if he's short maybe he'll be good out of the slot i don't know how do you feel about this man I think we're talking about the wrong people, frankly. And for a quick
1: background, uh, Paul at Florida was basically like a Percy Harvin, maybe not as talented, obviously, because Percy Harvin's a first-round pick, but that kind of skill set. Anyways, I don't know why we're talking about Brandon Powell so much at the slot receiver. You guys, it's going to be TJ Jones, and when it's not TJ Jones, it's going to be Theo Riddick. Those are going to be the t- I don't know. Yes, I know. Riddick is going to get a little a slot time coming. He played slot in college. He's going to get a little. where's Riddick been? He's injured, I yeah, know. is he going to play? That's um, the t- first okay, question. Okay, fine. Then we'll just look to Sunday. Then I'm talking the scheme thing. That's fine. I know Riddick is not season ender. He'll be back shortly. Maybe not this week, Patriot but we'll
2: see. Away, Powell.
1: Listen to me. It's going to be T.J. Jones. He's acclimating to the system. It was his third oh, year at the so Lions. True. He's been solid when he's been in there. He's yeah. made a few plays this year. Listen, it's going to be T.J. Jones. Brandon Powell should be returning kicks and punts because it was Golden Tate last week. Golden Tate's obviously gone. Powell in the return game is where his impact is going to be. The Lions don't go five wide hardly ever. If they do, then yeah, Powell get in there. And Tommy, to your uh, concern with the five foot eight, yes. I am concerned about that, but he's going to be returning kicks. Unless The only reason we should be talking about Brandon Powell as an impact receiver is if TJ Jones goes down as well. Absolutely. I'm telling you, I, I see Powell as a fifth receiver. I see TJ as a third. Yes. I see freaking Riddick as a four when he's healthy, I know, and then Powell. But you know what? As you mentioned, if he's not healthy on Sunday, we might see a little bit of Powell. We might. We Sunday might. comes
0: up, regardless of who's starting in that slot position, I don't care who's hurt. It relies on Stafford. Stafford's got to get this done. I want to see him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but I want to see him get it done. Utilize all these receivers. Utilize them all. Galladay. Galladay. Galladay better be huge. Guys, Thanksgiving's in three weeks. It's Galladay season, baby. Mm -hmm. Woo! Good one. (laughs) But on the opposite side of the ball. I heard Anza might play. That would be huge. Do you? Oh, what do you might think? might play. Yeah, yeah I heard he might match. play for last
1: year and a half.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, Ziggy, I love you. You know what? Well, you heard it here first. Ziggy is out from Matt Buckley. Uh, yeah, you hear it right here. You're damn right. He's listening to the question. He is out. And if he's in there, he won't be in there. I don't know why I'm saying that. He will not be in there. That guy- He'll be in there unless he's not. <laughs> Very good take. Well... Gosh, it was a lot. Man, that was football filled. I'm sorry, guys. We could not get to anything out. This is one of the most football filled weekends the whole season, I think. Barring NFL, the Lions was one of the biggest games. But, Michigan was but,
0: one of the biggest games. But what about the Pistons' three game
1: losing streak? Uh, but, 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 but <coughs> and,
0: and, and we'll get to that
1: next week. <laughs> what about the Red Wings' three game winning <laughs> streak? And we'll get to that in 2042. And uh, you just made it through the first episode of Buckle Up and Chill. Hell yeah. And uh, we have some, we, our first podcast wasn't the best, so we're not uh, putting it out there for the public, but there is one segment, I think, that's pretty raw that uh, everyone needs to hear for sure, get you a good laugh. And we're here on a Sunday afternoon, it's about 7.30, we're reacting to the pitiful performance from your own beloved Detroit Lions. And now I'm going to pose a question here for all Lions fans after you know the result of this game. If they come here and they go to Minnesota next week, let's look forward, that's what we do here, and they went on the road and they're 4-4, four and four, two known to the division, do you believe, and I want a percentage on it, are they in the playoffs? And if it is, what percentage? If they're not, what percentage? And I need reasons. Call in right now. And uh, I'll be waiting with my opinion because I'm not real fun yet. I can't wait for a caller. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. I thought that this game against Seattle before going to it uh, that it was a must win. It was an absolute must win. Um, and now that we lost that game, the the percentage of us okay. making the playoffs. We have to win both of these games. The only chance. And what is the percentage? I'm saying ten percent. Ten percent that's it. Low expectations. Um ten percent, huh? That's all. Oh, we've got a caller. Oh, we've got oh, the f- uh, first of our zero callers.
1: And here we go. We've got uh Tommy Tommy you're on you're on with us right now, Tommy. What are uh tell me about, talk to me about the lions, bud. Hi, guys, just brought me from
0: Traffic Field. Do you have me?
1: Yeah, I got you, Tommy, go
0: ahead. Turn your radio down please. Yeah. Well, okay, guys, I'm working on that. Yeah, no, you're I'm
1: good right there. Back. Go ahead, Tommy. Tell me, Talk to me about the Lions.
0: Well, I, I, I think the Lions are absolute
2: trash. I, I, honestly, like, I, I think the Lions season is it, it's done for, and there's no reason to have hope for this team anymore.
1: But, Tommy, I need yeah, more reasons than that.
2: The team. There is no reason to watch this team no more.
1: <laughs> Tommy, do you think they are out of the playoff chase completely after this loss at home to Seattle yeah. today?
0: Oh, yeah, 110%. All right, now, what if they win these next two games on the road? Hypothetically, are you back on the bandwagon?
2: Is this uh, Sean guy?
0: That, that's the yeah, Sh- you got Sean. Yeah, that's Sean. That's Sean. Hi, hi, hi
2: Sean. Thank you for having me.
0: No problem. Nice to talk to you, man.
2: All right. And now, what was the question?
0: If, hypothetically, they win the next two games on the road against their division rivals, are you back on the bandwagon?
1: Uh, yeah, I am. All right, well, that's good to hear. Tommy, I got, I got something else for you here. What's up, Bob? Do you think, uh, do you think that Matt Stadford, Padford, is a real thing after his, uh, his nice stat line today? You think it's a joke, right? Because he just doesn't win enough games. Or am I wrong here? Pat Stafford. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I
2: didn't look at his line today. I'm very sorry. It looks nice, though. At, but I, I was at the game today. You Ooh. can siren me. Siren!
1: I will tell you, I didn't see anything impressive outside of the touchdown he did throw in early in the game. Tomorrow a Marnia. All right, well, we're to have to Uh-oh, let you go. Man. We have another, another caller color. coming through. Uh, we got uh-huh. Sasha from uh, Warren. Sasha, you're on with your Matt and Sean. Hello? Yes, Sasha, how are you this evening? Hey,
2: how are you?
1: I'm fantastic. A little upset about the Lions loss. Give me your thoughts. I'm just so
2: upset personally because I'm a very big fan of the Lions, and I'm
0: just very troubled by this. I I agree. I, I totally am. This was a must win for me, and now that we lost this game, I'm totally off the bandwagon.
1: And are you right now, but um, next week is I might just jump back on. Ah, uh, and you know what? Typical Lions fan. <laughs> Sasha, I appreciate the honesty. So I really cool. do. Okay, so Sasha, give me a percentage on if on the Lions playoff chances. I need it. and I need a reason why.
2: Let's see. I would say we have a twelve percent. Five
1: percent chance, and that is because eighty seven point five percent. Yes, well, thank you, Sasha. (laughs) Thank you for your call. It was great having it's you. It's nice to have Lions fan on here genuine about their product. Well, I totally agree. If they have a
0: 12.5% chance, that totally means they have an 87.5% chance that they don't make it. I'm very happy we had that call. Thank you. That is Shawnee Math and Maddie Math for you. Wow. And what a that gold. was a gold. <laughs> gold, baby. Gold. All right.